are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO, as always. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, first of all, happy Thursday. Okay, it's Junior Friday, and I'm actually, I don't know, especially as of recently, I've been really looking forward to the weekends, not just because of the the resting aspect of it, because for the whole week, I know it's not just me. It's probably, like, the whole world, you know, everybody's just working so hard throughout the week, throughout the weekdays, and then when the weekend comes, it's just like, oh my god, it's the best thing in the world, okay? And not only that, but also, especially for all of us out here as Combat Sports fans, you know, we're so lucky because especially as of now, we are having some of the best fight cards of the year, at least so far. And of course, yes, we're going to be breaking them down here on the show. And so where do we get started, actually? So I'm just going to preview what we're going to break down for today. So as I promised you guys last week, this upcoming weekend, as you probably know by now, is going to be um, UFC 234 in Melbourne, Australia. So uh, of course, it's going to be headlined by a great championship bout between Robert Whitaker, the current middleweight champion of the world, and he's going to be facing off against the challenger, the title challenger, Kelvin Gastelum, okay? Now, that fight's going to be really good, and we're going to be talking about it in more detail today. We're going to be thoroughly breaking it down today. And not only that, but also the co-main event of the evening for UFC 234 in Australia is going to be pretty good because... We are ultimately going to be seeing um, two guys that have such similar fighting styles and um, pretty much one of the guys is like a younger version of um, the other fighter. And by that, I mean, yes, Israel Adesanya is going to be fighting off against Anderson Silva. And so a lot of people are saying that Israel Adesanya is pretty much like a younger version of Anderson Silva himself when he was um, in his prime days back in the day. But here we are. They're going to be fighting off against one another this upcoming Saturday. Okay, so... We're going to be breaking down those main two fights. Um, hopefully, we're going to have enough time to thoroughly talk about them all. Um, yeah, hopefully, we're going to have some uh, extra time to talk about some of the other fights that are going to be happening on the main card of that UFC 234 fight card. What else, man? Um, of course, as always, we're going to be reminiscing a little bit about some of the fights that happened over this past weekend, or should I say some of the major sports events that took place over this past weekend. We're going to be talking about that today. Day. and what else man yeah there's actually a few fight announcements that i really want to bring up here on the show because when i personally figured out about them i was so hyped up because like mainly the fights that were announced were the fights that i would say almost all combat sports fans have been waiting for so we're going to be talking about a few of those today as well all right so now without further ado let's get started okay here we go so now, uh, first of all, let's do a little bit of reminiscing about some of the cool fight cards that happened over this past weekend. So, of course, this past weekend, it was Super Bowl weekend. 
and I told you guys that I do watch football every now and then, but mostly I just really get hyped up about the Super Bowl. But I don't know what it was with the Super Bowl this year, and I'm pretty sure you've actually heard about, you know, some of the breakdowns of the Super Bowl, probably ad nauseum by now. But I'm still going to talk about it. Oh, well, <laughs> what can you do about it? Well, Tom Brady... He just did his thing and the New England Patriots came on top. But that's that's a bit of an exaggeration because this was actually the lowest scoring Super Bowl. Um, I want to say fight card, but match of of the whole um, Super Bowl history. So that's not really good. And uh, there was a lot of defensive um, lines going on. And overall, it was just a bit underwhelming, but it. it I mean, it was what it was. I would say some of the football fans, some of the hardcore football fans, they probably uh, were excited about it. I was, I wasn't too mad about it, like how other people were saying online, and how other people were actually analyzing it on social media. I didn't really see it that way. It was just a football game, just a regular football game, and it was what it was. And you can't really blame any of those teams for, you know, playing playing a bit a bit too cautious because after all it was a super bowl it was like the biggest football match of the year and you can't just go out there just just not really think about what you're doing and trying to score your team some some goals that's just not how it works you have to actually think smart about it and um, just just have a good strategy when you're coming into the game and i think both both team both teams actually had their own um, unique strategies however i feel like the la rams they just didn't really um, get to execute what they were thinking of you know because they were trying their best to neutralize the offensive line of the New England Patriots and that pretty much took their focus away from being offensive themselves so because of that they only they only scored three um three goals and um it wasn't too good for them but you know just like everything else they will probably learn from this experience and will try to make themselves better in the upcoming games and the New England Patriots I mean they're probably one of the oldest teams out there when it comes to football and like I said I'm not the number one person to come to when you want to talk about football but still saying you know I, I personally expect expected a bit more from the New England Patriots especially from Tom Brady uh, things were not just perfect for them for they, they weren't perfect for either team I would say but overall you know it was what it was and it's all in the past now so let's just all move on okay so there was that so of course we had the Super Bowl, Super Bowl weekend and I also told you guys last week that we were going to be having a really great boxing card happening um, actually the night before Super Bowl so on Saturday nights yes and um, of course I'm talking about the fight between Sergey Kovalev and um, a lighter Alvarez so like I told you guys um, over in August, back in August, Elider Alvarez, he was able to defeat the then champion Sergey Kovalev. He actually took um, the titles that Sergey Kovalev was holding at the time at the light heavyweight division. Or actually, yes, I think it is the light heavyweight division. But overall, you know, Sergey Kovalev, after he actually had that first fight with Elider Alvarez, he was saying that he wasn't really feeling himself and he wasn't really 100% in terms of his performance. So when the second match, the, when the rematch was actually announced between these two guys, Sergey Kovalev uh, 
obviously he put in a lot of work into his training camp and he tried to uh, prevent the first outcome like the outcome of the first fight in this um, upcoming rematch now I'm going to be totally honest with you guys I actually <laughs> dozed off because it was actually happening so late at night I think it happened at 12 30 a.m okay because the fight was actually happening in Texas so they were trying to um, uh, like have it a bit late but when he converted to eastern time zone it's actually really late so i just dosed off but then i saw some of the highlights and um he totally delivered sergey kovalev totally delivered he totally redeemed himself the first performance that he had against elider alvarez and he completely completely outboxed elider alvarez and as you might guess well obviously uh, sergey kovalev got back all of his titles and uh, good for him man i'm so proud of him and I, I, that's just why i love combat sports because you know you might be the 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 most badass person in the world you might be putting in so much work into your fight camps and you know sometimes you win sometimes you lose but it's all about how you make that bounce back how you actually get back up to to to, to just achieve everything that you have in mind right so it doesn't matter if you lose a certain fight it doesn't matter if you were the champion and you lost all of your titles it's all about how much work how much extra work you put in in your fighting camp and whether or not you're able to just overcome all the negativities in your mind and all the you know bad thoughts in your mind and uh, that that low self-esteem that was probably brought upon you after your first loss it's all about how you overcome all of those things in your mind because physically you're you're the, the the chances are you most likely have it okay it's all about how how confident you are in your mind and how you deliver on that um, redemption, you could say fight nights, and this is exactly what Sergey Kovalev did. So I'm so proud of him. And um, like I said, it's 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 like a life lesson that not just applies to sports, but to to real life overall. So shout out to Sergey Kovalev, and it's okay, Eladir uh, Alvarez lost. I'm pretty sure he'll actually come back from this loss. And just overall, I really enjoyed it. Okay. So that's all I have to say about that. Now, um, you're probably kind of mad at me because last week I did not tell you guys about the UFC fight card that was actually happening in Brazil. And I personally did not have a clue that it was going to be happening this past weekend until I actually heard about some of the some of the good knockouts and the good finishes that were actually done on that fight night um, in Brazil. And I was like, man, how could I possibly forget about this? Because I actually did not see any fight promotion regarding that um, Brazil fight card. And I just totally forgot about it. But um, I, I mean, I didn't obviously didn't watch those fights per se, but I heard that the, it was actually a really good fight card because, you know, y it, there weren't a lot of, um, I could say, well-known fighters fighting on that card. It was mostly young prospects who were, uh, you know, especially those people who were just signed to the UFC from other organizations. And um, apparently there were so many good fights on that fight card. So now I actually have to go back and watch some of those fights on that UFC fight night in Brazil fight card. Uh, so because of that, I can't really um, express any opinions about that particular fight card. I just heard that it was a very good fight card and a very entertaining one. So I actually have to go back this upcoming weekend when I have some extra time and watch some of those fights. But like I said, I heard it was actually pretty good. 
But that is, I believe, pretty much it uh, for all the fights that took place and all the sports events that took place over this past weekend. So now I'm just going to quickly talk about some of the major fight announcements that were announced over this past week, or at least sort of updated over this past week. So um, the first one that I'm really excited to talk about is actually a boxing one. I might have briefly talked about it here on the show previously, but I didn't really say anything in in um, certainty because I, I think when when this fight announcement was, was actually announced, it was mostly rumors, but now it is completely official. So ladies and gentlemen, Canelo Alvarez is going to be back on May 4th and he's going to be fighting off against Daniel Jacobs. Okay, so this is obviously a boxing fight and um, obviously it's happening on the uh, over the Cinco de Mayo uh, weekend and it is going to be big, especially because Canelo is from Mexico. He's, I would say as of now, he's probably the biggest um, sports star ever i would say out of mexico at this moment not just in boxing but just when you th- when you look at look across different sports fields and when you want to pick a very well-known uh, mexican athlete or just a superstar canelo alvarez's name is the first name to come to your mind okay so canelo is going to be fighting over the Cinco de Mayo weekend against Daniel Jacobs. And I believe the fight is supposed to be happening in Vegas. Now, I actually have to double check this, but I, I just got so excited when I when I heard about this official fight announcement that is happening on May 4th that I totally forgot to look over or at least look look in depth into where it's happening and, you know, in which arena is actually happening or all of that. But overall, I just want to, bring this up on the show because you guys need to mark your calendars because regardless of who Canelo Alvarez fights it is you know it's going to be a very good fight and actually um I would say this kind of like not related to this upcoming fight that he's having but I was kind of bored from studying the other day and um, I just went over and watched one of Canelo's fights. It was actually against a former champion, um, uh, Amir Khan. So you guys probably know Amir Khan and Amir Khan fought Canelo Alvarez. Um, I think it was before the fights that Canelo Alvarez, uh, the fights that Canelo Alvarez was having with um, Gennady Golovkin, Triple G. So this was a bit before that. And it was a very, very good fight because it was, um, I would say it was around the time that Canelo Alvarez, he was just getting to the level that he is at right now. So he wasn't completely perfect, but... I would say it, it is in that fight that you see Canelo Alvarez being born as a superstar. Because in that fight against Amir Khan, Canelo Alvarez, he's actually absorbing so many shots, okay, in the first few rounds. And then after the, the rounds pass by, and Amir Khan, because if you know Amir Khan and his fighting style, he's really dynamic and um, he's super fast. He throws a great volume of punches towards his opponents, regardless of who's actually fighting. And actually, because of that, Amir Khan sort of started slowing down. And then Canelo Alvarez, he saw those openings and he 
he has such a high fighting IQ and he he just saw those opportunities and he delivered his own shots, his own accurate and powerful shots. And he was actually able to knock out Amir Khan cold. Okay. So when Amir Khan, I mean, I don't want to spoil the fight for you in case you actually want to go back and watch it, but I'm just going to put it out there because it was so like, it actually gave me chills because when Canelo Alvarez knocked out Amir Khan in that fight. Amir Khan was not moving for the next, I would say, at least three minutes. He was just rigid, just just cold on the canvas. His eyes were open, but he was not able to move. And um, so when he got knocked out, his head actually bounced off bounced back from the canvas and it was just so scary to watch but at the same time you know it was it was so good you know i i hate to say this because i'm pretty sure the the shot that amir khan actually um obtained and and absorbed from canelo it's not good when you think about it um health wise obviously it's uh, that just screams brain damage okay but in in terms of boxing just just genuine boxing it was a very clean shot a very clean knockout and so like i said definitely go back and watch that fight i think you can find it online and just 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 observe for yourself how good canelo has actually become because Canelo hasn't always been this good, but I feel like, especially because he's he just turned thirty and he he just um, went past some of his biggest opponents, guys like Floyd Money Mayweather, guys like Amir Khan, and guys like Canelo Alvarez and and Rocky Fielding, and because of the fact that he's gone past those guys successfully. He is one guy to be watching out for in boxing, I would say, at least um, just just overall, not just in the middleweight division that he's fighting right now, but overall in boxing. He is one great boxer to keep an eye out for, okay? So, like I said, his fight is going to be happening on May 4th against... Um, a guy that has been fighting for such a long time and is actually a legend of the sport. Um, I would say at least of the modern era of boxing, Daniel Jacobs. Uh, and this fight, like I said, is going to be happening on May 4th. So Canelo versus Daniel Jacobs. Okay, so definitely, definitely mark this down in your calendars, y'all. All right, there you go. So now, whoo, okay, now let's move on to our juicy breakdown. So, like I said, UFC 234 is happening in Melbourne, Australia. And this is actually great because Robert Whitaker, who's headlining this whole fight card and is the middleweight champion of the world, is pretty much going to be fighting in his own backyard. And obviously, it's to no surprise that a lot of the people that are probably going to be attending the fight on fight night are going to be rooting for Robert Whitaker because he's Australian and um man this fight this fight between Robert Whitaker and Kelvin Gastelum is going to be a great one because Robert Whitaker let's just first talk about him so Robert Whitaker he's actually one of those few fights uh, in the whole roster of UFC right now that is a very well-rounded mixed martial artist he doesn't just rely on his striking he doesn't just rely on his wrestling or jiu-jitsu he utilizes 
everything that he has as a fighter in order to dominate over his opponents. So he's gone past guys like Jacare Sosa, guys like tough, tough guys like Yoel Romero. And he's actually been successful, man. And and it's just out of this world. And I mean, he hasn't really fought um, in, in the past few months because he, he was actually injured. But um, this fight is going to be a very, very good one because Robert Whitaker, like I said, he's going to bring everything that he has into this fight in terms of striking, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, grappling, every skill that you need to have as a mixed martial artist. He has it and he has it in, in a good level, if that makes sense. He It's not like his wrestling is poor, but then to compensate for his wrestling, he tries to mainly um, rely on his striking or something. No, he has everything at a very good and appropriate level so because of that he's usually very successful in his fights and he's actually really persevering i think for the past two fights that he had so obviously there were uh, two matches against yoel romero and i think in the first fight that he had against romero his knee was um uh, one of one of the ligaments in, in his knee was messed up and so he still continued to fight yoel romero even though he couldn't really um stand on one of his knee um one of his knees and um he was having a lot of trouble even standing up. That's how bad it actually was. But he still carried on the fight. And I think the fight actually did go the full distance the whole 25 minutes. So just imagine, obviously, when something bad happens to your knee, you're going to be in so much pain. And just imagine on top of that, you're pushing your opponent and trying to put pressure on your opponent while all that is happening. Well, it takes a great amount of uh, just stamina and, and toughness in order to do that. And Robert Whitaker has that in him. And not only that, but also in the second match uh, or the rematch that he was having against Yoel Romero. And I think uh, that was the last fight, the most recent fight that he has had in the UFC. He messed up his hand. I'm not sure if it was his right or left hand, but he messed up his hand and he still continued to fight um, Yoel Romero. And like I said, he was pushing it and he never gives up. He's so perseverant and, and, and his stamina is just off the roof. And so because of that, I would say if the fight does go the full distance in this particu particular case against Kelvin Gastelum, I would say the role... Romero, excuse me, Robert Whitaker is going to actually come on top and win this fight through decision, okay, if the fight actually does the full distance. Now, on the other hand, you have a guy who's so tough and he's actually a very good knockout artist, right? So Kelvin Gastelum, he's one of those guys that when he throws the punch, it will knock you out, okay? Or if he throws a punch that is able to knock you down, then he sees that opportunity, he sees that opening, and he jumps on top of you and starts grounding and pounding until it's actually declared a TKO. So in this case, if Kelvin Gastelum is lucky, I mean, I, I hate to say that word because when you say lucky, it means that if he actually scores a knockout, it is due to a fluke or something, but it's not, okay? So... Because of that, I would say Kelvin Yaslam, if he focuses on knocking out Robert Whitaker in the in the beginning rounds and the beginning minutes, then he's obviously winning this fight. We have seen Robert Whitaker being knocked down in a fight, 
But again, like I said, because Robert Whitaker is so perseverant, he gets back up. So if Calvin Gastelum is able to knock down Robert Whitaker, then it all comes down to how fast he's able to take that opportunity and jump on top of him and try to potentially finish the fight through TKO on the ground, through ground and pound. Okay, so if he does that, then Kelvin Gastelum has a really high chance of winning the middleweight championship belt for himself and become the new middleweight champion in the UFC, okay? So if he does that, like I said, I mean, yes. If, if they both do that, obviously it's going to be, I mean, good for them. But again, like we always say, the MMA math doesn't always work out. Even though we as the fans or as the analyzers and the commentators, we see we say all of these things about how each of these fighters are supposed to fight. It all comes down to, first of all, how are they feeling physically when they come into fight nights? Because they have been obviously cutting weights and that has a lot of um, consequences on the body in terms of dehydration and then rehydration and obviously your performance is going to be altered it's not going to be the same as how you would uh, perform during practice when you haven't really cut weights so that is a very important factor coming into this fight and also their mentality are they going to be um, having a very good mentality coming into coming into this fight or are they going to be confident in themselves and uh, are they are they just having it all like physically mentally emotionally how is it gonna be we don't really know this is just uh, our speculations depending on you know just referring back to how they've performed previously in their past fights and it's just us making predictions about how things could potentially go down but again we are not sure that it would actually go down this way and so because of that this is why you need to watch excuse me so i just banged my fist on the table because i was so excited excuse me but again this is why you need to watch this fight on saturday night okay and actually, um, that reminds me because it's actually happening in Australia. So uh, I'm not exactly sure about the timing of how it's going to be bro broadcasted in Eastern time zone. Uh, I'm looking at the website right now. It says 3 a.m. GMT. Okay, so um, this is probably UK time, but you guys convert it. <laughs> okay, convert it to Eastern time zone time. But definitely do try to watch it because it's going to be one hell of a fight, okay? So that's the main event of your evening for UFC 234. And now the co-main event of the evening. Another another fight that I'm super excited about. We have Israel Adesanya fighting off against Anderson Silva. So these guys are also middleweights. But if Israel Adesanya is able to win this fight, he will just... Uh, achieve a whole nother level in in his superstardom because if you have seen some of the past fights of Israel Adesanya's you will know how great of a kickboxer he is how great of a striker he is and in so many ways he actually resembles a young Anderson Silva because um, you know he's tall and slanky and um, he throws very accurate shots just like how Anderson Silva used to do it back in the day and he's so aggressive and uh, he's so fluid in a way as well the same way that Anderson Silva used to be back in his prime uh, prime days and now he's facing off a older version of Anderson Silva which is going to be very interesting because we haven't really seen Anderson Silva fight in the past at least year um, as far as I can recall, so I'm not exactly confident about Anderson Silva and with what 
you know, fighting conditions and spirit he's going to be coming into the octagon with, fighting off against Israel Adesanya. But again, uh, all we have to do is to just sit down and see how it will actually go down. How is it going to be? Is it going to be a complete mirror image of each other? Like when they're fighting, is it going to be a complete similarity of styles? Or is one of them actually going to alter their usual fighting style to ultimately overcome the other one? So that is the question indeed. And all we have to do is to just sit down and watch this fight card on Saturday night. UFC 234. Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum and Israel Adesanya and Anderson Silva. So make sure you catch up with this entire fight card. It's going to be very, very good and very, very entertaining and, of course, violent in a good way. So, like I said, I'm super excited for this fight. I hope you guys are <laughs> really excited about this fight card as well after this whole breakdown and the fact that I almost hurt my hand just, just banging my fist on the table because of how excited I was for this fight. But overall, man, that is all we have for today. Like I said, make sure you catch up with this fight card on Saturday night. And man, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You already know. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And of course, you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time and next week, it's your girl Jana right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.